Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Cafe. I'm Luann Prater, and today I have a special, sweet, wonderful friend who you're going to be hearing more and more of at this table because she's done radio before and she loves hanging out. It's Holly Holton. Holly, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. You forgot that I love talking as well. Oh, yes. Yes, (laughs) she does. But you know, I will never forget how you came into Encouragement Cafe just kind of like to help at one event and then you're like oh I want to do that again can I go can I go and you went with us to Tennessee you just jumped in and took off Mm -hmm. I think you went maybe you went to Virginia with us yeah I I think I've been everywhere yes yes so Holly has jumped in with both feet and that's a big thing because let me just tell you this girl it's not like she's sitting around eating bonbons (laughs) she has six count them six children Uh, Holly, you amaze me. Tell us about the kids and what their ages are and how you juggle all of that before we get into what we're going to talk about. (laughs) Juggle. I don't know if that's the right word, but (laughs) (laughs) drop balls. That's kind of more like it, I guess. Um, But yeah, so I've got six children, five boys and one girl. Um, The girl is number five in the lineup, but we have a 13-year-old, a nine-year-old, a seven-year-old, a six-year-old, a four-year-old, and a two-year-old. Everybody just had birthdays. So I'm still trying to get that. I get that. Yeah, that lineup. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so it's pretty intense at our house and very smelly at the moment because (laughs) (laughs) the boys are getting into soccer season and, you know, boys are boys and they don't necessarily like hygiene. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. so my poor little girl. And she's going to dance right now. So that's been so much fun. Oh, you finally have a little girl you can do this stuff with. Ooh, well... Holly is a busy, busy girl, but I I asked if she was willing to come and sit at the table and just chat. And, yes. you know, I think that that's kind of a nice little outlet for girls like us who are so busy. Yes. And then we get a chance to just hang out and be girls. So thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. This is my love language. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, she is getting ready this year to publish a, a, a book that you're going to want to read. We'll have her back and we'll talk more about the book but so here she is mom of six writing books and now being on encouragement cafe and traveling with us helping us everywhere we go she's an amazing young lady but you want to talk today about something i think every single one of us struggle with from time to time and that is the valley yeah the valley and you know the valley can be a day it could be a couple hours it could be 10 years that's Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's the valley that i'm coming out of. It's been it's been a long, long like seven years for me. So yeah, just how to handle that valley. That's hard. It's mm-hmm. easy to be on the mountaintop. Yeah. It's easy to have like God is your best friend and right there with you and you can see him moving and you know mountains are being moved and you know life is great. But when it starts, you know, it's not necessarily bad things, but when it's when it's just silence. Dry. Yes. When it's mm-hmm. just your dry season mm-hmm. and you know you're desperate for water, like you can see it, but you can't get to it. Mm-hmm. Like how do you do that? And I I think that's something that, like you said, everybody struggles with. And that's something that we see over and over again in the Bible. So it's definitely something that's just universal. You know, I was just 
uh, chatting with a friend about how in the world do you get through those seasons. And they recommended the three things that we all know. Mm-hmm. We all know, and yet we don't do them. Of course. <laughs> but, but praying, communicating yeah. with God, and saying, I am not happy right now. Yes. You know, God already knows it. Yes. He knows it, and he says, I get it. I'm, mm-hmm. And he's right there walking with us through the valley. The other thing is to worship and go ahead and sing the songs, even if you don't feel yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing is to get into his word and let him communicate to us. And yeah. that's kind of what you're talking about. You said in the valley, you have seen over and over in all the kings of the Old Testament, how they walked in the valley. They did. And you know, a bunch of them started out like Solomon. He started out like great, right? I mean, he was, he asked for wisdom and, you know, he, I mean, he just was this amazing king. And then he let his wives kind of get in his head yeah. and all his foreign wives who worship foreign gods. And then before he knows it, you know, he's, he's kind of walked away from God because things weren't kind of going the way he wanted to. And there was that desert period. And the same thing happened with Jeroboam and Ahab and, you know, all these kings, they started their reign full of God's promises. Prophets were speaking over them. But then when they got to that place in the middle, they just kind of surrounded themselves with counsel. And as, you know, as much as being in the word and, you know, wrestling with God and singing worship, surrounding yourself with people who will speak the truth to you when Mm. you're in that desert place. Because, you know, sometimes I know when I'm in that desert, I can pull out my Bible and I read the words and I know, I know what it says about me, but I need people beside me who will speak the truth into me as well. And to to say to hang on because it's so easy. You know, I I love this quote. It's up in my gym because I have six babies worth of weight to lose. But it's (laughs) up in my gym and I see it every morning and it just speaks to my heart so much. And it's like, it's not who you are that keeps you from doing the things you want to do. It's who you think you are not. Mm. And it's like, I forget in those valleys that I'm, I'm God's chosen one. I'm, I'm, you know, his daughter and I lose my sense of identity in that. And I start thinking about, well, I'm not good enough for that. Or I'm not this. I'm not that. God's not here with me, even though he is. Mm-hmm. When you don't feel him, you just start telling yourself lies. And Absolutely. It gets in your head. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, today we're talking about being in the valley. And Holly Holton is with me today because every single one of us have been there. And can I just raise my hand? I have been there recently. I've been there recently. And I've even said these words out loud to my husband. I don't think I I fit anywhere. Mm, I've said those plenty of times. And I think if we're honest, we all feel that way. Sometimes when you're in the valley, you're like trying to figure it out. Like I'm in this new season of life Mm. where I am... Holly, I signed up for unim- or not uh, for retirement. I signed up for retirement. Like I'm going to start getting social security checks. I'm I- I'll be 62 this month, and I'm like, oh my word, this is a new season. I'm yeah. sweating just thinking about that because <laughs> I never really thought of myself, yeah, as that age, right? And now I'm I'm here, and and so then I'm looking around, and I'm like, okay, I don't fit mm. what I always did like I absolutely loved my decade of the 50s because that's when yeah that's when the kids have grown I love 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 my kids but all of a sudden you can run flat out 90 mile an hour and Mm. do all the things you've always wanted to do with God and for God and yay raw and now all of a sudden I'm like 
huh? I'm like, is it time for me to go play shuffleboard? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so we all experience yeah. valleys. And I think the, the key thing that you said there is not only the prayer, not only singing the worship songs and reminding yourself of who you are and reading the scripture, but surrounding yourself mm-hmm. with godly influences. And so many times when you're in the valley, you have a tendency to withdraw and isolate. Absolutely. Like that's, I think, our defense mechanism. Mm -hmm. It's I don't know where to fit in. I don't know really why I'm here. Like, so I'm just going to retreat. And I'm such an introvert anyway, that that is my default normally. So then when it gets expounded upon, it's, I can go crazy isolated. And, you know, that's probably why I inserted myself in Encouragement Cafe (laughs) because I know that about myself. I know that I can retreat. And I know that in my my desert, in my alone place, it's not good because Mm -hmm. I will talk in my head lies upon lies upon lies. And I needed to be surrounded by those who could speak the truth to me. And so, yeah, so I I found Encouragement Cafe and then I just inserted myself (laughs) and I wouldn't let you guys go because we need that. And it's hard. When you don't have, you know, your girlfriends, because I went through that, like just this, where do I fit in, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm 40. And I think I finally found where I fit in. It took mm-hmm. me 40 years. So guys, if you're listening, and you don't have your people, there there is still time mm-hmm. for God to bring you your people. And every single season of your life, God will surround you with people. And don't be discouraged if that set of people changes. Yeah, because I in my life, I can look back and say about every 10 years, Mm -hmm. there's been like this evolution of new people that have come in and out of my life. And I have to be okay with that. Yeah, I have to be okay with that. But here's the thing. God is the same yesterday, today and forever. And when Solomon realized that he was following his wives instead of his God, and he was listening to them and their way instead of the godly counsel, he he did a uh oh, like a like a V eight moment, mm-hmm. you know, like oh, I could have had God the whole time. Yes, and I think we do that as well throughout our valley moments. And sometimes when we're in the valley, we can sabotage godly influences. Mm. We can sabotage things in our life. And most of the time, I find that all the negative things that happen are right here between my ears. Yes. It's not necessarily anybody doing anything to me. Mm -hmm. It's all the things that I'm allowing my brain to process and think about and take me on a spiral down. Yes. So I don't know if that's happened to you, but here's the truth. God wants to meet us right at that spiraling moment and and circumvent himself if we'll let him. Yes, absolutely. And that's why it's so important to read the word of God. Mm-hmm. Because you may not feel, you know, because I mean, I think sometimes we can get caught up on faith being this like experience, emotional feeling, feeling mm-hmm. thing. And faith is really in that quiet place wrestling with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Yep. You know, I know that you are who you say you are, but you feel so far away from me that I don't feel like I am who you say I am. I don't feel like I'm your daughter. I don't don't feel like you love me. Like, look at all these other people out in the world doing what I want to do or, you know, on a spiritual high. And here I am, you know, I'm calling so desperately for you and I don't feel you. I don't hear you. I don't, I don't know. And, mm-hmm. you know, and so, yeah, to just get back in the word and just remember, like I, I have a tattoo of the word remember on my wrist because I just 
need to remember God's faithfulness all the time. I have this saying sometimes when I'm really acting a fool and I just, I'm like, girl, why are you acting like you don't know Jesus? Like in this moment, like why am I acting this way? Because I know in my heart of hearts, even though I may not be an emotional high, I may not be this big emotional experience that God is right beside me, mm-hmm. even if I can't feel it because our faith is not based on our emotions. Exactly. It's based on his word, his truth, and he says he will not forsake us. So when we don't feel that, we got to just rely on the fact that God is proven trustworthy over and over and over again and to constantly remember that truth. Okay, so if you have been experiencing a valley in your life right now, Holly and I are around the table on purpose with you. It's not by accident that you've stumbled on to this program right now because we get it, girl. We've been there. Mm. We've done it. And we know that there is a mountaintop coming. (laughs) There's a shining light right there waiting for you. So I want you to grab hold of that because what Holly just said is so vital. It is not about how we feel. We are girls and we love to feel things. We love to feel loved. We love to feel appreciated. We love to feel all those things. But God says, I love you. Yeah. Period. God is love. And he says, my love doesn't change whether you're feeling it or not. My love is there for you all the time. And so when we start feeling cold and distant and in the valley, it's because we walked there. We turned and walked there. And God says, hey, I'm right here with you. So I want I want to share a story that I just read recently about a buffalo. <laughs> so this buffalo son is talking to his dad. He says, dad, what, what should I be afraid of? You know, is there anything I need to know? And he says, well, the only thing you really need to be afraid of are lions. And he was like, oh, yeah, I've heard about lions, dad. They're scary. So when I see one, I'll turn and run. And the dad said, no, no, that's the worst thing you could do. Because mm. if you run, then that lion is going to chase you and come in the most vulnerable place place where you cannot defend yourself and he's going to overtake you. So what you do, you stand and you stare at that lion and then you put your horns down and you start stomping your foot and you start walking slowly toward the lion. And if he doesn't back away, you charge with everything you've got straight at him with the horns down. And he says, dad, I'll be so afraid. What if he attacks me? And the dad says, look around. You see this herd? We all have horns and we're going to be right there with you. That's the way we fight those valley moments. We will overcome the dark times of our life if we remember that God says, don't turn and run. Don't turn away from me. Run toward your fear and know that I am right there with you and the whole body of believers that are standing there with you. Yeah, you need those people um, that will dig a hole in the top of the hut and lower you down to get to Jesus. Like surround yourself with those people. And you know, one of the things I learned is sometimes those people are not who you think they are. Uh Sometimes you have in your head like, oh, if I can only be friends with this person, Mm -hmm. then okay, you know, they'll put me on the right path. And then maybe God's like, no, no, not that person, this person, but you're so, or I've been so concentrated on, but I want that one (laughs) that I've missed the person that God has put in front of me. And it's like, yeah, like, you know, you just kind of dig yourself into a hole sometimes more than you already are. But yeah, just really surrounding yourselves with those people that God puts in your place Mm -hmm. around you instead of the ones that you want and you 
try to get to because those aren't the ones that God's going to use. Exactly. And here's the other thing. When I am feeling in the valley and my worst, the absolute best thing that I've found that works for me is to start serving other people. Yeah. Serve other people and be there for them because suddenly if I'm singing praise songs Mm -hmm. and I'm reading God's word and I'm communicating with him and saying, not real happy right now with, you know, did you, you told me to do that and now look, I am, I am bummed out and, and I'm honest with God Mm -hmm. and I say those things and then he just kind of taps my poor little head, (laughs) like, (laughs) like go serve somebody. Yeah. Get out of your own mind, get out of your own pity party and go serve. And when I do that, Holly, like I just had the opportunity to do that with a very good friend at church whose husband was just killed in a car wreck, 53 years old, Mm. left three children behind. And I was able to serve. And it was like God was saying, there's so much more that I can do with you if you stop thinking about you. Right. Stop thinking about how life is not going the way you think it should go. Stop feeling sorry for yourself and get out and serve. Yeah, that is so true. That the more that you isolate yourself, it just becomes about you. And then you live in this selfishness over and over again. And instead, like going out and finding people and, you know, maybe being the one proactive in building relationships. You know, may I'm an introvert. And so it's hard for me to go out and build relationships. But go out and do it. Go out and serve. Find a place. Get involved in church. Find a ministry and insert yourself in it. You know, <laughs> you know so I'm not I'm all about waiting for God and making sure you're on God's timing, you know, but if you just sit there and wait forever, I mean, you have prayerfully, you know, kind of do it's you and God right you know and so sometimes you have to just insert (laughs) well absolutely and here's the truth I mean you you know that God is at work all the time everywhere yeah getting things accomplished so when you're in the valley and you feel like I can't even see daylight start looking around and seeing people that are doing something like you saw encouragement cafe reaching out and you knew that we were doing something with God and for God And so it seemed like the natural place to go. God will always have that going on no matter where you are. If you're in California listening right now, if you're in Illinois listening right now or Texas right now, wherever you are, look around and see what God is doing around you and say, "Okay, I'm going to find my way into that. You know, when we moved to North Carolina, my daughter was going into her senior year and that was hard for her. And I said, honey, you are so bubbly and you're so outgoing. And I know that you're kind of bummed because you're starting a brand new school your last year. Mm. So why don't you do this? Look around and find the people that are smiling. Just find the people that are smiling in your school and walk over to them and say, look, I'm brand new here. I don't have four years to get to know you, but I'd love to know what you do to make you smile like that Mm -hmm. and insert yourself. Yeah. And she did. And she had a fabulous senior year. And that's what we need to do in our Christian walk. Find what God is doing and get involved with him because in the valley, you are never going to prosper. You're never going to uh, grow like God wants you to grow. He wants you to get out of the pit 
it and move up the mountainside and find your place. Absolutely. And finding those people and inserting yourself, Mm -hmm. they may have the light that's Mm -hmm. being held up Mm -hmm. at the top of the mountain for you so you can find the path to climb out of. And you're never going to find that by yourself. You will will only find that surrounded by other believers and doing the work of God. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's it's easy to isolate, but don't isolate. Don't I, because that's just, that's where your emotions and your thoughts can be manipulated and just, you just sit and dwell on lies after lie after lie and unbelief or an untruthfulness. And I don't, is that a word? (laughs) I don't know. I make up words. Um, But yeah, so that's just where, you know, that's just where you can, you're a sitting duck. Mm -hmm. You're a sitting duck. And as long as you're moving, it's harder, Mm -hmm. you know, for those lies to stay captive when you're around other people and you're serving and the concentration is off of yourself and onto other people. Absolutely. So the, the things that I'm hearing and you can just take a little note and write these down. If you pray and you communicate with God, Lord, I am so bummed out right now. You know where my spirit is and it is in the pit. It's in the valley and I am not happy. God says, I know he's patting you on your poor pitiful little head. So pray about it and say, Lord, I don't I don't want to be this way. Help me to get out of this pit and find the way. And then I'm going to encourage you to turn on some worship music. Stop watching TV that brings you down. Mm. Stop being on social media that brings you down. Yes. Get on your uh, iTunes and uh, and get your worship music going and crank it up and start singing along with it. And then read. Read God's word. Find his promises. Find how Solomon turned around because he was in the pit. Find how Gideon turned around when he was in the pit. Find how Job turned around when he was in the pit and David was in the pit. I think everybody was in the pit. Joseph was in the pit. Yes. <laughs> Every single person has been in the pit, the valley. And so if you start reading how God came into their life and rescued them from those moments, you'll see that you're not so bad. You're not. You're a child of God and he loves loves you. Start reading that and then say, Lord, help me to see the people that you want me to be involved with. How can I serve? How can I insert myself? How can I be the hands and feet that you've called me to be? Lord, I don't want to be in this valley anymore. I don't either. And you know, I'm climbing out Mm -hmm. finally after Mm -hmm. years and years, you know, and Sometimes, you know, you're in a valley because of situations from people you trusted. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's church. Maybe it's a family member. And I think that makes it worse because Mm -hmm. it's somebody that can really attack your identity and has the power to alter your Mm -hmm. identity, even though they shouldn't. But we do give them that power because they're close to us. Mm -hmm. We trust them. And, you know, but God is the ultimate person who decides our identity. And he has given us a new identity as children of of his children, of children of God, a daughter of a king. And so when, when you have that hurt, when you have those moments of silence, when you have the pain of rejection, it's not God rejecting you. It's not God doing something to you, punishing you like that. It's it's life and people making wrong choices and you know, but it's 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 up to us to hunker down and to wrestle. And you know, it's funny because we do, we we don't want to tell God that we're mad, you know, and like he doesn't know, you know. And I found that I build walls when uh-huh. I get upset oh. and when I, you know, have hurt come my way. And you know, the biggest wall I build is the wall to God. Yep. And I build it. Mm-hmm. And you know, he's he's just waiting on the other side. Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, but he's he waits because mm-hmm. he knows we'll come back mm-hmm. and he wants us to come back. 
And so we can build up that wall and we can let it keep going and going and going, you know, or we can recognize I'm building a wall. Yeah. And even though God isn't, I, I don't hear him, I don't feel him, he's still here and yeah. I'm not going to build that wall up. I'm going to lay those bricks down and I'm just going to sit and wrestle in mm. this moment and be truthful with him about my feelings because mm-hmm. he can handle that. He knows it already. He does. He can handle it. He can handle our big feelings. He does. And I, I've got to share, you know, this is a time when maybe you have just come out of the valley, you're going into the valley, or maybe you're right in it. We're all either on our way to it or on our way out of <laughs> so it. So encouraging. It's, it's, it is a fact of life, you know. We're, we're not we're not on this straight uh, level plane. And there's a reason, because when we go through the toughest times of our life, that's when we really see God. Yeah. You know, because we, we get too self-absorbed and we almost get too self-confident when things are going great and we're like yeah I got this thing I'm good and so when we're in the pit and we're going through the struggles of life that's when God really shows how wonderful he is and last Sunday I became a puddle of tears during worship at church because I've been feeling that I don't fit Mm. I don't fit and God just overwhelmed me Holly we were singing great is thy faithfulness and I, I just felt him singing that to me in my heart and it was like I'm faithful Luann no matter what season you're in yeah and I'm here and it was just this refreshing truth that God is with us till the very end till our old age and gray hairs (laughs) I am he I am he who will rescue you who will sustain you who will carry you that's what Isaiah 46 4 says yeah and look so right now if that's you I want to encourage you this week to do those things we've talked about. We love you. And at Encouragement Cafe, we will pray you through the valley. And may the God of hope give you the courage to encourage others. We'll see you back here next week. Thanks for joining us today at Encouragement Cafe with Luann and friends, where women gather, friends laugh, and hearts mend. Let's continue our conversation. Hop online when you get a chance to sit down and breathe at EncouragementCafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week where we fill you up one cup at a time.